Welcome everyone to Megadads Live episode 120. We are so glad you're here on today's show. We're gonna be spilling the beans on our holiday wish list while also talking about the mountain climbing game Jusant as well as the strategy game Lamp Lighters League. It's gonna be a great show, so strap in because this is Megadads Live. So we uh, we went shopping at the Mall of America a couple weekends ago, um, or maybe it was even last weekend. And uh, we went to the, the the Toys R Us grand opening at the Mall of America, which is super cool. Everybody should go if you're in the area. Super cool. I'm very excited that it's back. And we were in one of these stores, and they handed out these buttons. And there were Disney buttons. And apparently it was like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse's birthday, right? <gasps> I missed it. You, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I you didn't even call. send a card, did you? I got a call, though. Wait, they have the same birthday? This is what I want to bring up. <laughs> no. This is what I want to bring up. don't freak me out right now. So my kids got these these buttons, Mickey oh. and Minnie's birthday. And oh. I, I, I said the exact same thing. I'm like, wait, they have the same birthday? Ew. And my thought was that Mickey and Minnie were shacking up. Yeah. This leads me to believe yeah. that they're actually siblings. Mm. And I don't know if, if anybody else, like, is this common knowledge? Are they actually brother and sister? I no, thought that no. they were love interests. No. You know, no, what? because I, so my, okay. <clears throat> Third grade, uh, choir, we had to learn the song of like Mickey and Minnie on a moonlit night, oh. which is like, a, it's like a weird romantic song uh, about those two. Uh -huh. about no, there, there can't, <laughs> no, there can't possibly be, uh, I mean, maybe there's like fanfic out there or something, but I, there's got that, that can't, no. I so refuse. you were under the same impression that I was. Oh, they're doing it. They're yeah. <laughs> Mega Dads Live is a mature rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go. So, so Walt was a real creepy dude, and we know this. It's documented, right? And uh -huh. now you're connecting all the dots for me, man, because have you seen wedding photos? Do they have children? I don't think so. Here's what I'm thinking. It's a beard situation, loveless marriage, something's going on, but it ain't, it ain't kosher, all right? It ain't natural. It no ain't matter right. what's going on, there's a reason that we don't know the truth. Is what you're saying? So, so, the, so you confirm this? You're saying it's oh, it's their. Birthdays. I haven't done the research. Oh, you haven't done the research because I'm kind of okay. nervous now. Cons conspiracy theory, yeah. Don't ruin it for yourself. Seriously. I mean, maybe it's one of these things that I don't actually want to know. Yeah, uh -huh. I think that's yeah. a that's a rabbit hole left better yeah. better left unexplored. Skip. It's like what's in a hot dog? Like, doesn't matter. I have one aside. I got this story that I just have to get off my chest because kids are so adorable. And it's it's just, it was the most beautiful moment in my parenting career so far. You know how kids are young and they like make you things and they like draw yes. and they say, oh, this is the, this is our car. You know, this is, this is my school. And it looks like, you know, like Picasso, like very abstract. All right, uh -huh. let's, let's just be real. So, you know, my daughter is, um, you know, potty trained, but she goes in like the little potty. So the other oh, day, yeah, I missed the little potty. Yeah, she, a little she, potty she went time. and I was like, okay, are you done? Whatever. And then she like, she stands up and she goes, oh, 
Dad, look, that's me, and that's you, and that's Mom pointing in the toilet. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's beautiful. Good job. Did you make that for us? Just like I would with any other art piece. So we are selling these um, in a museum. <laughs> We're going to... Your daughter like made a, shit art? It's like a Banksy, okay? This is, <laughs> this is the new thing. Everybody's got to start somewhere. L- look, it's innovative, it's cutting edge, and it's controversial. The and corn is the f- eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it made me. It made me feel something. So it's art. It was. I mean, she, she. She. It was as is, right? She, you didn't. Oh, you didn't no. walk in yeah, on she, her she designing. Got a, no, okay. there was like. <laughs> Like, hold on, I'm working on the shading. (laughs) Don't look yet. It was was definitely, you know, she she chose her mediums ahead of time and didn't do any, like, post-editing, you know, live production. Chose her mediums by, like, eating a bunch of carrots beforehand. (laughs) Uh, You know, I got it, yeah. I love giving gifts in general. Like, I want to give you something that's going to make you cry. Something heartfelt, like like a vacuum. Um, <laughs> quick question for y'all. No limits. What's on your Christmas wish list? We're talking no limits. One item, though. Uh, it's like no limits. I mean, if we're no going, I mean, if limits. we're going for it, you want a pony? Um, it's a pony. I want. I want a. I want a. I want a EV pony. Um, I, I, I'm a really big <laughs> oh, fan. Cool. Of, yeah, I'm a really big fan of Rivian. No, I, I want to get a, I want to get myself the the Rivian SUV. That's a it's a goal for some time in my life. I gotta look um, this up. Rivian SUV. They're just they're just dope electric vehicles. And do you uh, have yeah. an EV right now? Or no? I don't. That's I like like eventually I'd like to to move yeah, in that direction. Too. Wow, um, this looks awesome. Right? Who, who makes this? Rivian is the Rivian is yeah. It is it is the yeah. Are they new? This is wild. Yeah, they haven't they haven't oh, been around beautiful. super long. It's beautiful. What color? The, the, mm, I don't know. Um, I, I've I've dabbled a little bit, but then I'm all like, well, I'm just sad I don't have it. So I haven't, <laughs> like, I haven't like played around with the customization too much. But uh, something bold, something something. Don't give me a gray. Don't give me black. Give me like they, a if they, if they have like a, a like a bright vibrant blue or something I would. They do have a bright blue. They have like a co- like a cobalt blue. They also have some type of gold like tan thing going on. Good one. That is awesome. Yeah. I would like to go EV too. I mean, I'm I don't need the, the fuel. I think it'd be more efficient and all that for us. Adam, pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. What are you getting? What are you opening up? Jennifer Connolly. Adam, that sounds terrible to me because I am happily married. I would be so upset. You said no limits. Like, Jen Conley, get out of here. I'm sorry. Shoo. Put something on. Put something on and get out of here. (laughs) For me, I would have to say, like, I, I I should say a car or something like that, but... I would really enjoy like one of the top of the line VR systems uh, with all the trimmings because it's such an expensive thing to get into. However, 
you have to experience it like rich people like Adam can do this but once you get your hands on like that and you realize that you can have gaming experiences that are just like unmatched uh, I'm talking about the the like 4k in each eye type stuff right. like no cords um, the latest latest stuff that they have that would be pretty fantastic just because I know what's out there and majority of the people due to pricing will never be able to afford it um, other than that just like you know a super amazing GPU so I could play PC games all the way up if you've ever played on a really good PC it's it's you can achieve things that look incredible compared to consoles consoles are beasts for the money but if you invest like two thousand dollars in a pc a thousand let's say um you really get an amazing experience um graphically so gaming stuff is what i would do nothing practical please you know i should say a car our car is like on its last leg a swiffer i'll take a i like swiffers yeah yeah quick i swiffered yesterday oh there we go. Everybody loves a good swift. It's time once again for the Megadad's Holiday Special. We hope you've been extra good this year because we have our biggest show ever. Featuring your favorite Megadad's characters. We'll have sing-alongs, baking disasters, gift giving, and of course a visit from Santa himself. So make sure you mark your advent calendar because the Megadads Holiday Special will be airing live December 22nd at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time only at youtube.com slash megadads. We'll see you there. All right, Antonio, I am really excited to hear about Jusant. Jusant just released on, uh, I play it on Game Pass, and it is one of those games that I can't recommend highly enough that you try. It's It has gameplay mechanics that push things forward in a way where you're missing out if you don't experience it. At the same time, it's not like a... I, I've played a lot of like games that are like indie, that are um, fascinating, that are... Um, I gotta see the end of this and I, I don't feel that way about like beating it to the end but it being available on Game Pass if you have the option I would say to definitely try it I'm not one usually to play these games that are kind of artsy kind of smaller experiences that are not about like action you know it's like this is more of an experience but I've recommended and played a lot of games recently that I've very much enjoyed in the, in that genre. So if you are one of those people who play games for the fresh experience, and that's like, I want to see something new, then go in spoiler free. D- uh, try not to read anything about it, even see screenshots. Um, I went in completely blind and I'm glad that I did uh, and still gave it a shot. So skip ahead from this one if you like n- not being spoiled at all because when i talk about the gameplay it's pretty much one of the biggest spoilers so jason is a story about um this person who's roaming through the desert and you are coming up to this big monolith like a big tower and you begin to climb and the game mechanics in this game are such that you control your grip with the left and right bumpers so when you reach out with a stick and aim your hand then you grip 
with the LBRB. Then you reach with your other hand and then you grip with LBRB. If you were to release LBRB, you would fall. And you have to do that sometimes to get and drop down to a lower elevation. And what's interesting about this game is your handholds are in game. You must get the handhold. It's not going to do it for you. It's, it's not Assassin's Creed. Right. So in other games, climbing is um, typically in games have been a fun activity. Like traversal can be very um, exciting. You can almost build games around that. Assassin's Creed, like you're saying, you just, I loved Assassin's Creed climbing, but when you hit up, as long as something is there, you're like, oh, part of the fun was like, oh, that's how that's what he grabbed on to. Right. I didn't have to make the decision, but it was really cool how he, I didn't know he was going to grab onto that little nook. And that was the extent of climbing there. In Zelda, it's like you can climb on anything. It's just as long as it's a surface, mm-hmm. he's going to kind of grip nothing and kind of go up. Um, for this, you have actual rock climbing handholds and they take different forms and things like that which is very interesting because you are as you climb needing to pay attention to the terrain and to see is something there that i could grab onto and the mechanics just evolve from there you can leap and give yourself ump and do like a double skip up and try to like hold on And then it gets really interesting where you have a stamina meter. And what you can do is you can handhold one hand and shake your other hand. You're like, oh, my arm hurts. Uh Stamina back. And it does it in a very cinematic way. So it doesn't just start and stop with this unique climbing. Then they really start blowing your mind. There's a rope mechanic where you tether down and you could put a tether and zip down a mountain. And then you realize about quickly, like 10, 15 minutes in, your free form can go wherever. And you can put a temporary hold in the mountain and create a new tether point. So you create a tether with your rope and it's it's pretty smooth. You're jump off a cliff and then you just hang and then you can start swinging and then put another tether now you're swinging from that second point in the line and it just keeps unraveling and you are on this huge mountain in this very beautiful indie game like style and you're traversing through a locale that is a tower of like it's a civilization that has packed up and left so it's like the remnants of people who were there before so you see homes and and like how this tribe lived and and things that they left behind and like a little cafe and it's a beautiful experience of like you're kind of feel like an archaeologist in a Mm -hmm. way and the story unravels that i won't spoil and that i fully don't understand because it's one of those What's going on here? Why am I climbing? What am I discovering? And it's a a very beautiful game with a, a key experience. Um, I would say play it, period. And that's where I would stop if you just want a high level. The game is a 
the, the, the game has some drawbacks, right? So you have climbing as your main mechanic. However, it kind of gets into some tropes after that. So you'll have a companion. You'll have some very simple um, systems that are all kind of indie games are. You have a silent protagonist, and it's a mystery of what's happening. And the way that they, the method that they tell you what the story actually is, is environmental storytelling, but it's then notes that you find. The problem is, is this note just pops up. And I think for the sake of being able to be delivered in diff different languages, like the paper is like uh, hieroglyphs and like, old, it looks old, but then it's in aerial font and it's, mm -hmm. it's in like modern English. And I'm like, this is not jiving well. It's like told told in a very weird way. And that is what you're collecting is the story as you go. Aside from that, you're not really doing a whole lot of unlocking of like items. You're not purchasing anything. You're not really finding other collectibles um, that are meaningful. So it's like I'm going and the gameplay is the only thing that's keeping me going. And in a frustrating way, why am I doing this? And I, I think as a hot take, it's like, why are we do still doing these games that are, oh, what's really happening? Like, and you find out at the end, you, they, I hope that they nail it, but they haven't nailed it in the journey enough to make me want to roll credits. And that's like okay. my takeaway. So I believe the game's gotten some eights and things like that. And that's kind of where I am. And I think that if people didn't, if indie people didn't put themselves in this box of, okay, we have this great idea, great art style, but also we just kind of have to do this like, you know, mystery thing. Like, I just feel like uh, it's a very short experience. So it's made to be something, but I'm just had a little too much of that something lately, if that makes sense. Okay. You guys have any questions? Would you say uh, this jassant? Jassant means a, a receding tide, I believe, in French. Huh. Would you French say that it's more like a chill vibe, or is there like adrenaline in the climb? Like, I, yeah. I feel like mountain climbing can be one thing or the other, or maybe even both. Like, it can be like a zen experience, or it yes. can be like Absolutely. kind of a tense one. It's thrilling to do the like oh i found the hold and i jumped to it and i got it and and i have to explain this mechanic did you see the movie masterpiece cliffhanger with <laughs> is john lithgow in this check this out so you hold the rope and this is the oh mountain. i like this i like this describe adam for the people who aren't watching okay antonio is like he's pulling on something i can't hear him because he's too far away from his microphone but he's swinging Looks like pitfall. Oh my! This is in. This is great video. So, da -da 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 -da. so <laughs> you have the rope and you're dangling, but your feet are kicking across the the mountain to oh, give yourself sure, sure, sure. momentum. Like wall and running. You, uh, yeah, you're wall running, swinging, and it is thrilling when this works out and you get to a spot that you're like, "Wow, I could get there." If I just did this combination of moves, the problem is uh, two things. One, there's nothing to find once you're there. There are like little um, environmental storytelling uh, monoliths that that will give you a little bit of lore, but it's not that 
good and if there was something to collect some reason to find that secret area like metrovania style this game would have gone up a whole point and a half but imagine having all this freedom and having nothing there once you get there uh, I, it's very disappointing a couple couple things one i think you'd hate death stranding yeah i played <laughs> death stranding um, uh halo two, infinite had this problem I think you're going to be the kind of guy that when when you die, whatever <laughs> is at the end, you're going to be like, what, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> like, this, I feel like this game is perfect for me because I'm so much the guy where it's like the journey is the point. Yeah. Like I love living in the moment and I, I, I love experiences like this where it's like it is that is the reward is having that moment is why I made Death Stranding my game of the year. And I think, I think I think this kind of game, like you said, it, it's for somebody. I think it's for me. I really want to play this. Um, uh, so the last thing to say, because it's right on point with what you're saying, is the stamina mechanic is like dangerous, right? You're running out of energy. But um, what ends up happening is other things will sap your energy, which is great. So it gets more difficult and ramps up the challenge. But big, big miss. You cannot fall. There is no fall damage. There's no... Like, oh really? So it feels not like you're not on a mountain. It feels like you're in a stage, which is super disappointing when you're so vertical and everything is so so tall. But play it. Long story short. Yeah. It sounds like the whole time you were explaining the climbing mechanic, all I could think of was Astro's Playroom, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you mm -hmm. you the part where you play as the monkey and you're swinging yeah. around very and you have similar. to like put the yeah. hands in the right spot because I, I had a blast with that and I'm like yeah hey, it was a very good. good experience and I did play that as well uh, in Halo Infinite you have a grapple hook that gives you incredible mobility like you never had before in the series and there are areas that you could just go and explore but again there's nothing there so the the climbing the movement is so fantastic but then it's like it, I believe that you could build a core game with these same mechanics that would be so much more exciting if you, they lean more into the action-adventure aspect of it. But for one reason or another, they chose to tell this story with this pacing, and um, this is what we have. So it's, it's, it's a wonderful <laughs> thing to experience. Definitely try it. It's criminal that more people haven't talked about the Lamplighters League. It came out like at the very end of September. And it's basically a game that's in the vein of XCOM. So we have turn-based uh, strategy combat. The thing about this game is the whole vibe and the setting. So it's in like this alternate reality, um, late 1800s. Um, it's kind of like a spies against Nazis type thing like you're against this evil empire and you are a band of misfits that come together that are trying to foil this plot of a world ending takeover of this magical power right but the the Noor style is like thick in it so you mm. have a guy who looks like Indiana Jones who dual wields pistols you have this femme fatale who ends up being incredibly strong and you have this other woman who's like a 
uh, like a cult-like thing where she like poisons people. Uh, somebody who heals. Everybody's like Indiana Jones, put it that way. And it's like you're uh, in the Temple of Doom, or no, the Last Crusade, and that's the setting of where you are. So you're going on rooftops of Cairo and you're in jungles of wherever you're in rooftops of London, all this stuff. And you are spies and mercenaries who are fighting a Nazi like thing. And they have the spooky element of it. So then it's almost like, um, you know, harnessing like a, a ghostly power. So you'll be also fighting, uh, zombies who are on fire and phantoms mm. that like can get places quicker and you have turn-based strategy where you are either using like knives or fists or guns uh, or a number of explosive items to fight against either people who also have shotguns sniper rifles uh there's this big hulking guy who has a flamethrower and he'll like run into you, knock you down and then set you ablaze. And it's an awesome aesthetic that's going on and it permeates. Visuals are cool. Oh, it is so nice. And the the music is like, like smooth jazz. Like What's it like? Oh, smooth it, jazz? Yeah, yeah it's oh, like- come it's, on. It, it, Give me some jazz. If in you like Indiana Jones vibe, yeah, this is it, which I thought was very interesting because a lot of the, uh, I love XCOM. And it's a very, like, in XCOM, you're fighting aliens, very futury, um, but familiar. Whereas this, I'm like, I think they took a big swing as far as the setting. And what ends up happening is you go back to base in these games. So in between missions, um, you go back to your base before you start and you equip your characters. There's a lot of unlocks to earn. If you get the secondary objectives or do a hard thing you are rewarded and you get better weapons and better skills and fun skills and in the base your characters talk to each other and you can recruit them they can die forever and as you go they start chatting and some of them are like i'm here for the money and then other ones are like i care about our cause and then they start the vendors speak to you your group speaks to each other and then the the mastermind, the person who recruits everything is kind of like a Sean Connery esque type, like, like, um, old, old wise man, but he is him and the rest of the cast. This is some of the best voice acting I've ever heard. It is on theme delivered very emotionally and it's not long and drawn out so when they do talk it's like short and sweet but i'm like whoa like relationships start to form at base after every week after every mission that passes and then like is this a love interest thing like oh this person really might leave like i wonder if the game will have a mechanic like that it wouldn't be the first time that it happens in a game like this. And then you have the combat. So if you ever played XCOM, you have turn-based, and then you have a movement that you can do. So some characters are a little quicker than others, meaning they could cover more ground. And then you have, um, you try to use synergies in your group. So if you have like someone who maybe gets extra strength once they kill someone, you let that person uh, deliver the final blow on an enemy so they get that boost or an extra turn. 
Uh, you want to use fire on the fire weak enemies. A lot of grenades, a lot of like, oh, I'm masked in smoke so I can get around you and, and knock you out and take you out before you even see me. And it's, it's really, I love it. And it's a game that's kept me coming back. I liked XCOM and I love this. And it's, it's one out against other games that are, you know, just, I have so many games available to me with Game Pass, things that I haven't finished. Now I have like some break time and I keep coming back to this, which I think speaks highly of the whole thing. So the Lamplighters League uh, by Harebrain Schemes is, it's just a really good game. It has some technical issues. It's not perfect, but I want to upgrade the next skill and see how I can make it um, powerful. I want to get this person a new vest to protect them, or they have the card a card system. It's like some perks that you can unlock as well. It's like if you set someone on fire, it's forty percent more damage type thing. So it's it's a really good game that I would highly recommend if you're into turn based uh, tactic games. I'm actually like really happy to hear you say all of these things because the only thing that I've heard about that game and it's it, first off it's it's we've hit two of the genres that I typically avoid uh turn-based <laughs> tactics is one of the right up there with with puzzle games it's just not something I venture into so it, the game never actually held a lot of interest to in me in the first place but the only thing that I have heard of it is that it just has seemingly pretty disappointing numbers even being available on game pass it's just not getting the you know it's just it doesn't hasn't gotten much of a following but you seem to be having a really good time with it so it's i just wonder is there anything that sticks out to you that you think is holding it back is there something that's just do you think it's a genre thing or is there something there that's just like well i could see why this would be a problem the frame rate drops a lot there's like uh some glitches here and there um it's an unpolished game in a lot of ways and it's a slow burn in the beginning so like the relationship aspect didn't even present itself in 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 the way that I, that really started to intrigue me until i got pretty deep in xcom has a thing where there's a system where if you it's you're on a clock you have to do certain objectives in time or something bad happens enemies get stronger you get weaker so there's like a doomsday clock multiple of them and you have to defeat a boss or if you keep putting that off things will get harder you'll get locked out of something like it's a very punishing mechanic and it's one of the things i struggled with in xcom and it's present here um the only other thing is if you pick the wrong skills if you don't understand the combat and how it all clicks, what the game wants you to do, um, then it's going to be very punishing. I think I'm playing on medium, not hard. And it's, if you go in not using everything at your disposal, high ground, pick up an enemy, uh, an item from a dead enemy and use it. Like make sure that you have someone in your squad that synergizes well, someone that could heal, you know, if you're going into this type of stealth mission, use a stealth character. It's, you have to be thinking. It's a thinking person's strategy game. And the, it's not well, going to have mass, it's not going to have mass appeal. <laughs> um, it, and I think XCOM is, is like that in a way it's, it's a slow burn in the beginning. And the story really keeps me going. Someone called it repetitive, which is repetitive is, is a hard criticism for me to swallow. 
because most games have a loop whether it's any like if you're not calling a first person shooter repetitive you know or madden or something like that then you're not you have it's all to, about if that is nuance, suited right? to you. Exactly. Yeah. So um, slow burn, I would say, and technical limitations for sure. Um, I could see how the the setting, I mean, who wants, it's not something you're typically served up, like that type of uh, era. Of that seems like the most happening. appealing part of it to me, honestly. Yeah, I, love I loved the it. Look of it. Yeah, it grew, style. everything grew on me. Put and it you said way. jazz. So yeah. like that was that's cool. Yeah. I like jazz. Definitely give it a try if you can. Again, I play, played it on uh, Game Pass, and I'm quite deep into the game, and I see myself just coming back to it. I really enjoy it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mega Dads Live. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, stay tuned, because on December 22nd, we're coming at you with the Mega Dads Holiday Special. Have yourselves a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>